0: On this episode of Don't Panic, we're in the dog days of August, and we've got tech news you can use, including news from companies you may have heard of, like Google and Microsoft and Samsung and Apple and more. It's a lot of tech news, and we're going to talk about it for you coming up right now on Don't Panic. Stick with us. This is Don't Panic, episode number 101, recorded August 24th, 2015, on Cortana Droid, $1 Galaxies, and Bing on tap hello everybody and welcome to this episode of uh don't panic the technology podcast you should definitely pick number one in your fantasy draft i'm sean jennings and i am joined tonight by the nasdaq and dow jones of technology they probably won't bankrupt <laughs> our country it's dan miller and colby Ravado. uh sirs how are we doing tonight
1: I'm, I'm just pleased that i'm not china's stock market <laughs> yeah
0: well you hopefully won't devalue anyone that's that yeah. is bad i'm happy to not own any stock at all so. that's very smart dan nice I, I wished i did not own any stock <laughs> when, when you buy stock and you say oh it's great oil's really low buy all the energy stocks and then it goes even lower <laughs> damn it not
2: advisable <laughs> eventually um, it might go higher but it, we are not a uh, stockbroker's we need to we'll have to put that disclaimer at the start of this. show
0: and that's exactly it we have no business talking <laughs> stocks That's true we're instead you here can... to talk about tech You can take our advice,
1: but it'd be a mistake.
0: (laughs) At your own peril. (laughs) Um... Yes, never a good idea, but we appreciate everyone being here. This is, of course, Don't Panic, the technology podcast that uh, talks about technology. We've got a lot of great stories tonight, and I'm excited to talk about. Um, I want to remind everybody, our website now up and running at full capacity, don'tpanic.io. Go there, get all of the episodes, audio, video. Be sure to check out last week's show, our big 100th episode. It was very exciting um, and a lot of fun. Uh, And, of course, at Don't Panic Show on Twitter as well to get the news. You can use, gentlemen, anything before we get into the stories this week anything you care to share
1: uh no i got some of those like bone conducting headphones that i picked a while oh, ago nice i'm wearing them now really? um yeah they're weird it's wacky is it
2: they, how, what's the review how do you like them
1: uh i don't i mean so i to be honest this is only the second time i use them i use them once <laughs> uh riding my bike to work last week on like thursday uh, and it was, it, it worked as advertised. Like, it, I can hear stuff around me when, and also hear my podcasts. And that's really all I wanted. So, nice for that. Was good. I haven't tried, they do have, they have like microphones. So, um, you can like talk on them. I'm not using, I'm using the, the, my, my podcast, my, my dedicated microphone for the podcast. But I haven't tried it like with my phone or anything. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it's cool. It is the case that like some like intense music feels really weird. Like the theme song when you just played it, it's very vibrating. So it's like hmm. uh, all that nice.
2: bass. <laughs> yeah. We, we and started it, it, to see Colby's face just get blurry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um,
1: it's pretty interesting though. It's very like it like fades into the background which is what i like like i'm not interested in the vr maybe not that i'm not interested in it but i don't want the vr future i want the augmented future um and it feels really cool to be like both listening to something fully and also completely present in like whatever you're doing is is uh kind of unique
2: in your two meetings a week are you now listening to podcasts during the meeting (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Not yet. People are going to be so suspicious you when you're wearing it. that. They're like, no, I'm definitely <laughs> listening. I'm definitely What was <laughs> that? Sorry? Uh,
1: so, so I will say there is a lot of like there's there's a, a a decent amount of like sound bleed like like people standing next to you can hear. Like if it's anywhere more than like above 50% volume, like mm-hmm. people can hear it buzzing. Um so uh, I don't know. It, that may not be quite feasible.
2: Is it buzzing, but. or do they actually do they actually hear what you're saying, or do they just hear like vibrations? It's it's like it's weird. It, it is
1: vibrating, but you can also hear the sound. Like if it's not on your head, but it sounds like really when it when you're not wearing them, it sounds like really weird and 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 vibrating. Strange. Huh. So, so a little of both. Like you hear the vibrations, but you you can also kind of hear make out the sound. Cool. Yeah.
0: Cool. Good stuff. Yeah. Go uh, go to the Don't Panic website, and the the pick is on. I forget which episode we you you picked it on, but the, we have the link on the website yeah. uh, if you would like to follow up
1: sometime uh, before probably like a month ago now.
0: Yeah, it was a little ways back. Maybe actually, you know what? I'll just take a second while we're getting into the stories just to find it in the uh
2: I don't have anything exciting to say. No. <laughs> no, that's it. No, that whatever that game is called that uh Brian picked on when when we were oh, on Oh, uh, Rocket League. Rocket League. That game is still awesome. and probably you should still get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's hmm. all. We'll oh. see. I've played favor. it exactly once since I we played it since I played it before the last episode. Just saying, it's still great. Nice. Uh, and uh, learn how to do the flips, so I can do like a forward flip and kick the ball really hard, or I can do a backwards flip to like defend and kick it out of the goal. It's great. It's crazy. Also, there's a really, uh, really crazy. Twitch game, I don't know if this was on one of those tech news websites, but it was like this absolute last second goal so one of the mechanics of the game is if it's past like the end of the half, or the end of the game, the game doesn't end until the ball touches the ground at zero seconds Uh so it can go past zero seconds and if you keep juggling it, the game won't end so zero seconds hit and the opposing team it was, uh, it was tied up, kept it in the air, and then, like, kick-flipped it into the goal many seconds after the nice game, it was run out. It was, it was a clutch play. <laughs> we got to get really on that. Cool. Yeah, we should Crazy. have our Don't Panic team.
0: I think that'd be great. I'd be all for it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that can be the podcast next week, just us playing. Just playing oh, we
0: could just we car yeah, soccer. We could
2: have our first Twitch stream.
0: Yeah, our, our first Don't Panic uh, play-along
2: do don't panic
0: let's play yeah there yeah i think that is a good idea um <laughs> and uh, i will quickly mention those headphones were on episode 98 so you can go on the website and look those up uh so nice. back in uh, back in july but let's you know tonight we uh we have tech news unsurprisingly uh that we're going to talk about gentlemen is there somewhere in the rundown here you would like to start i did So you at home, you don't get to see these little rundown sheets we put together, but each week I try to do a gimmick with the headlines of each story, and this week's gimmick is sum up the story in three words. I don't know if I was effective in my mission, but I I tried.
2: Now I have to go back and look and see what the themes for all the other ones
0: were. Some of them are better than, like, last week there wasn't really one, but somewhere it's like they're all questions or some, <laughs> like, on 98 it was, like, ad-free Hulu, Apple-free HBO Now, cash-free buying on Facebook. You know, like, I I do little themes. Mm. I'm so bummed that nobody, <laughs> you never noticed them.
2: <laughs> I think I was subconsciously aware, but I, yeah. like, it never entered the port. Like, every week I'd be like, oh, that's a clever thing Sean did with a title on there. It would just leave my it's head. It's
0: really just for my own enjoyment, but,
2: uh. What a. Good that you pointed this out because I was looking at the wrong rundown and I was like, man, some of these have more than three words.
0: (laughs) No, uh, on the most current episode 101, uh, gentlemen, what three words appeal to you this week?
2: Uh, Apple Music dead because I have things to say about Apple
0: Music. All right, Apple Music and dead with a question mark because we don't know. So conflicting stories this week coming out online. Uh, There was an analyst report uh that was published by music watch uh and they claim 48 percent of apple music users have stopped using the service and only 11 percent of ios users have even tried it which if you do the math means like roughly give or take um six uh, percent of ios users continue to use apple music today which if you think about it is a very small amount uh of, of ios users apple uh in response to that, claimed that 79% of users who signed up for Apple Music are still using the service. So conflicting reports, um, depending on who you ask, but there's definitely a lot of questions around, are people still using Apple Music? Do they like it? Um, Dan, I know you have thoughts, I have thoughts, Colby... I'm sure you think about things, Dan.
2: Where would you like to? Are you sure that Colby thinks about things?
0: I, you know what? We're, we have a whole hour to find out. So.
2: Just so you know, eight percent of, uh, let's see, eight percent of all the active iPhones in the world is six hundred is sixty-four million users. Hmm. So... Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but then the
0: so let's see now i gotta so but how many subscribers do you think spotify has
2: i don't know well i mean apple music
0: started
1: two months ago
0: spotify is like 10 years old well and my other my my biggest problem i have with this article if it's apple is, um
2: yeah, Spotify. 20 million subscribers as of June 10th, 2015, and 75 million active users.
0: The problem I have with, with the Apple statistic of 79% of users are still using it, I signed up for it and I'm still using it. Using it means I still technically have a subscription that I did <laughs> not pay for, that lasts another month, and that I have turned right. off auto renewal on, and I don't use the service, but I am a subscriber. So. Yeah, that's, I, I have that problem with these even
2: numbers. if the 8% figure is correct, that's still more paid subscribers, if they keep paying, than Spotify has, and almost as many total subscribers as they have.
0: But I think the problem is when you bake a service into the OS... Your numbers should be higher than Spotify, because there should be the, the, the default users, I would think, would have a higher incentive. Apple should shoot a lot higher than spotify subscriber number sure i don't know dan you've been using apple music what, what what are your thoughts
2: yeah uh this is like a month in two months in wow something yeah. like that yeah almost two months in uh I still really like the playlists almost every week I find either find a new playlist or a new playlist is created and it shows up in my for you feed and I listen to it and I favorite some songs and they get added into my total collection and then all the recommendations get better uh, that thing is works really well I don't know how much of it is computer or how much of it is human it feels like it has to be at least computerized so they at least know what playlist to show you I think that is really good, and then the playlists themselves, which I believe Apple says are human curated, are also really good. So the combination of those is just really killer for me. Uh, the mechanics of the app I don't think are as good as Spotify. Uh, it's a little slower to start streaming. It's pretty good though. Like I would say it's better than Spotify Web or uh, RDO, uh or Google Music. Uh, the other thing that annoys me is, and this is a very New York problem, oftentimes I will go, I'll be listening to music, I'll walk into the subway, and I don't want my phone to freak out for the next half hour trying to get cell phone service, so I turn it on airplane mode uh, so that it doesn't try. Mm-hmm. And I don't have cell phone service most of the time anyway, so it's not a big deal. Spotify handles this great. Apple Music handles it terribly. Uh <laughs> It will finish playing the song that it is currently playing. Is that even true? It might not even do that. It might just, as soon as you turn airplane mode on, it just turns off, uh-huh. uh, which is really annoying because it does do a very good job of buffering out into the future, which is another thing Spotify does. Like when Apple Music has a good connection and you have a playlist that's long that you're playing, like the Up Next, it'll download as many as it can, which is great because, you're driving, you hit a dead spot, or you're just moving really fast, you don't have a good connection, or you go into a stairwell, there's no service in there, then it's really great. But it's dumb that if you turn airplane mode on, it stops streaming. But, all in all, I think I'm going to have a really tough decision when this thing ends. Did yeah. it end already?
0: No, no. so, uh, through October. It's in
2: September, or, yeah, uh, October, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I will say, I've never needed to open Spotify I I have opened Spotify and used it, but I've never needed to I've never needed to open it. The music has always been on Apple Music uh-huh. and I might just have to go check and see what it was and add it to my my music there. Or or whatever. There's been no real need to go to Spotify. Which is impressive.
0: Hmm. Yeah Colby what uh, what you have any thoughts? Have you been using Apple Music?
1: Uh, mm, uh, to be honest, I don't think I've used it since the last time we talked about it. Um, well, yeah, and you said you, you're so invested in Spotify that... Yeah, like, I have, like, years of stuff in Spotify, and I also have, like, my system in Spotify for how I, like, track my music. With, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, without... Like, without a way to, like, one-click import my stuff from Spotify into something else, I'm going to have a really hard time, like, switching to anything else, I think. Especially something else that doesn't really differentiate all that much. It's, like, effectively the same thing. Um, I I also noticed, like, when I first tried Apple Music, like, I ran, almost immediately ran into a couple songs that weren't there. That I wanted from Spotify, and and I'm sure that's something that'll, like probably get better. I don't know. Like, so I remember when when Apple Music was announced, their, like their numbers wise, their li- their library was slightly larger than Spotify's. Um, and obviously, there are things like Taylor Swift or whatever that are there and not on Spotify, but uh, at least a month ago, the, the, the opposite was also true. Uh, and that was annoying enough that I was just like, uh, well, um, mind." but it's definitely like, I definitely noticed in the short time I did use it, I noticed some of the, like the polish that was lacking in the app. Um, some like very strange, I don't know. I just found it kind of confusing because it was, I don't know obviously it's like a first release, so I'm sure that'll all get better. But I also, I think in between now and then Spotify came out with their discover playlist, Uh uh, which is like every week you get this new playlist of like 25 or 30 songs like based on your tastes. And it doesn't like, it's not auto generated every time or anything. It's like those 25 songs for the week and they stay around for the week. Um, and I actually really like that. I'm not usually a fan of like internet radios or Pandora or Spotify radio or anything like that. But uh, I've been listening, like every week I listen to my, my Discover playlist and it's cool.
2: Yeah, I just saw that today and I haven't listened to it yet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I've favorited a couple of songs. The last couple of weeks, it's just like I found it nice is if I needed a or if I wanted a break from like music. I knew sometimes that's nice to like when you really need to focus on something to have just like background noise music. Hmm. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I should probably turn off the auto renew on my Apple. Apple
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. It'll sneak sneak up on you fast. You have to call them.
1: I'm just kidding. Well, then Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, in that case, I'll probably have it for the next two years. or so. Yeah.
0: That, that's how they get you, right? Is auto renewal. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I've talked on the show before about my problems with Apple Music and how it took about five seconds to screw up a bunch of music in my iTunes library and um, how the app was I mean, the big question mark for me is iOS 9, right? You have to assume Apple didn't go into every single improvement they're going to make. You have to assume there'll be improvements to music. And, and I think if they can fix some of these little weird – like, Dan, you were talking about with the the, the streaming on airplane mode and, and all these sort of little quirky things that don't work right, for me, that's a big improvement. But, you know, yeah. I I, I – I just I use Spotify and it's fine. Uh, I'm just not like ambitious enough to, <laughs> to really to really be like, yeah, I'm gonna get really big in Apple Music. And and to be honest. I actually very rarely listen to new music. I just listen to the same music over and over. So <laughs> I'm not really a good case study, yeah. but uh, but I will say uh, I, I'm i just going to stick with Pandora for now. Uh, Pandora. Well, I do use Pandora actually, um, but uh, I'll stick with Spotify and, and and I hope the app gets better. That's really my main point yeah. in iOS 9. I, I want to see it work a little better and make a little more sense and that the cloud library stuff really needs a lot of work. And um, do, do
1: you, So the other thing that I thought, uh, or that I remember like from starting up was it the like the introductory experience was like weird to non-existent like there was no I don't know there was no hand holding of any kind no walk really.
0: through or anything like yeah. that
1: Yeah. like I didn't I don't know I mean I, I sort of knew what to expect but I could imagine for someone who's like what is this Apple music I, I don't understand what this is I mean, it's radically like, different right yeah, it's different, but it's sort of the same, but, like, it's still in the same app, uh, and that's, I don't know, it was it was not confusing, or maybe it would be confusing. Yeah. I think, I i feel like people could jump in and be like, I don't know what's happening, and just leave because they didn't know what was happening. Yep. Yeah, I buy that. Let me just see how they approach it in
0: iOS 9. Yep. Um, all right, well, let's continue on to another right. story. Dan about Miller.
2: three words for you sean all
0: right next three words google
2: router manufacturer
0: that there you go dan you summed up the whole story um <laughs> google or or should i say uh google a subsidiary of alphabet um <laughs> a- a- announced a new product this week how about a multiple choice test was it a a new web advertising product b a new free service that really harvests your data to serve you more ads c was it a a flying drone self driving healing dna magic device or d all of the above a router if you said a through c it's also probably true the story we're going to talk about is uh is a router it's called OnHub. uh the idea is to make it easy to set up and manage your network in your home uh have high performance and then work with smart home accessories it's a little cylindrical tower looking thing it's like a little drum i don't know how else really to uh to describe it but uh it's it's blue and it's got a glowing light on top um it's just a router it doesn't have a microphone or a speaker in it um it, it uh, goes on sale august 31st for one hundred ninety nine ninety nine dollars us um again key points easy to set up it's got apps for ios and android that walk you through how to do it um And then they also say uh, they're going to add features over time through a lot of software updates, which, if you've ever bought a router, you know, is actually kind of rare for routers. So that's kind of exciting. Um, And also it supports Bluetooth LE and Weave, which is Google's smart home language we've talked about on the show before. It'll be compatible with a lot of different smart devices um, that connect directly to the router so they don't have to connect to other things in your home.
2: that's what i got is that exciting i mean <laughs> I, it isn't I'm it back isn't on this it? just like that other puck thing that they had or the ball it was a ball oh the uh, the Q, the little home
0: home audio right. thing yeah I, I mean for me 199 is a little pricey i think at 99.99 that's a really compelling yeah. price i one ninety is a little pricey but i mean you need a router in your home that's not really an option you need it every home has one right and they yeah. suck Yes. At, at least in terms of the ease of use, like I know how to set up a. a I'm sure we do the three of us, but an average person, like it, it can get really complicated, especially. Yeah,
2: I think the average person just gets the uh, modem Wi-Fi all in one from their cable provider, and it comes with a Wi-Fi password, and they write the 24 character random password on the refrigerator, and then every time you get a device or you reset it, you got. Painstakingly type it in with the uppercase and the lowercase mm-hmm. letters and it takes it five tries, and they're perfectly happy with that. They don't ever have to configure it, update it. Uh, they're uh, blissfully ignorant in what, you know, how good their life could be. Well, first of all, but I it's think it's also free I'm free. It's free. Yeah. I'm paying for it every month and I don't realize uh, it. I'll yeah. keep paying for it after I've paid it off free. It's like a self.
0: Um, first of all, that's really <laughs> sad. That's sad. That's a sad tale right there. I'm like tearing up a little bit that people have to live like that in this country <laughs> in the 21st century. Um... But, but second of all, I don't think they would ever buy this anyway. For me, I think this is for that sort of middle ground of you're not, like, hacking your router with Linux to make it overclock it. But also, you're not quite the person who says, I want nothing to do with it. Like, this is a cool middle ground. And, again, the beauty of Google is if they sell five of these, they've accomplished their mission because they just want to try. I, I, I Listen, I don't think their goal is to sell five of them, but for them it does not need to be a huge profit center they do not have one not they do not need to have one on every shelf of every best buy across the nation i think this is something that is google a good way for my money for google to enter people's homes and achieve their mission especially around the smart home stuff
2: <laughs> that sounded so tactical it's a achieve good way their mission to enter people's homes and
0: achieve their mission i like to imagine there's blueprints somewhere and it's like operation router and it's like <laughs> they got charts and everything
1: i i will say like if this thing i don't think it really does now but we, i mean you said it supports weave or whatever but if this thing became like uh sort of like the smart things hub that i have hmm um if if my router and that thing were smushed into one uh that might be a like compelling like oh get this like i feel perhaps this is like a foundation thing on which they can build more uh more exciting smart home stuff or connect lots of smart home things um I could see it as being useful and I will say like the router I have now is great, but the user interface is literally terrible. Yep. It's like nineties web app madness. It's absolute chaos. Uh, I'm surprised that, I don't know that I haven't screwed it up yet. Uh, and it's also, yeah, yep. I don't know. Well and you
0: know, you think about it, I mean, how long Apple's been making a router. For how long?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
0: You know, and, and Apple's putting smart stuff hypothetically in the Apple TV. I I think it's just a logical extension. Um mm. if Google's serious about the home stuff and
1: Yeah. Right. Well, I mean I think that the the reality is that like if you're gonna do the home stuff uh you need something that is not strictly Wi Fi. Mm-hmm because many, like, some of the interesting smart devices are not, like, full power. They're, they're XB or they're, you know, Bluetooth LE or whatever. Yep. Um, because that's that's sort of required for that stuff, uh, so.
0: Yeah, it, it reminds me a lot of, of, of the Nest model, where it's, let's take a, a device everyone has in their home that really kind of sucks, We'll throw some cool technology in it and we'll we'll make people's lives better. And and I think it's that same model and, and I think a router is a logical place to look at that. Go on Google. All right. How about another three words?
1: Uh, we've got no, no no, I I minimized oh no. For shame. Okay. Uh, what what is uh? It's very exciting. Cor- Cortana on Android. Cortana beta that?
0: Android. Yes, yes, we can. No, that's fine. Um, so I I, I don't. I swear, I really cannot remember if we talked about this on the show or not, because it was in the news over the last couple weeks. An early version of this leaked and was available to download on sketchy sites and put on your Android devices. (laughs) Now it's actually available. Microsoft releasing Cortana for Android beta. Uh, And what it is, it's it's an app that you can uh, download. uh, And essentially, the kind of idea is that it replaces Android uh, Google Now on your Android phone. So right now on your Android phone, you push the Android Home button and Google Now pops up and, and it shows you your cards and you can do searches and all that. Instead, now you can program it. So when you push the Android Home button, Cortana instead comes up and does essentially the same thing, showed you little windowed messages and you can do searches. One thing it can't do is the always listening so, like you say, okay, Google, and your phone does its thing. Um, right now, it doesn't do that. But um, it will integrate with um, your Microsoft account. So, if you use Windows 10 or Xbox or Windows Phone, um, it will sync your preferences and your saved content, you know, like your favorite sports teams and your location and all that. That will be synced. So, if you're a big Windows user, that's a big plus. Um, it is available now in the U.S., beta only, from the Google Play Store. Um there you go.
2: Do we have any reports on how well it works? Not that I've seen.
0: To 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 be uh, to be quite honest, I know the the illegally downloaded beta was a little sketchy, but the uh, the official one, no, I, I haven't heard um, as as well. So that's a good question. I don't know anyone really with an Android phone, so if I had one, I'd definitely try it
2: out. Me either, or yeah. a Windows phone.
0: The, the, yes, that's doubly interesting. <laughs> But I think, that, I think this is – it's an important story, A, you know, does it work and is it useful, but also, B, I think, just another example of Microsoft's, hey, we want to be everywhere strategy. Um, that You know, there's talk of this coming to iOS. Now, of course, it wouldn't be as integrated um, as it is with Google, but it would certainly be an app, kind of like the Google app you can get now that has Google Now. Um, you know, the, the, it's, it's really interesting that – really these, these big core... I mean, Cortana is a big core feature of Windows 10, um, and now you can get it on your Google device or your, your Apple device.
1: That, that's a big deal. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I guess, like, choice is interesting in those those areas. I, I feel like very few companies could compete with Google now in that respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not to say that cortana is as good as google now i have no idea because i've never used it uh but i feel like microsoft probably could they do have a search engine at least mm-hmm. yeah
0: i i and i Well, two things. One, uh, again, this is a great, interesting piece for the ecosystem argument of, you know, if you're a serious Windows user and you don't, depending on your carrier in the U.S., a lot of times you don't have the choice to choose a Windows phone, or at least not a Windows phone that's comparable to an Android phone. Microsoft's giving you the option to both stay in their ecosystem but have devices that are outside of it, Um, and that's really exciting because places like Apple don't let you do that, really, really the the other the other interesting piece to me is that you know uh, maybe google doesn't get enough credit for having a or at least supporting a mobile operating system that allows you to do something like this where you take a what i would say is an absolute core feature of the phone and replace it with something they don't make Mm. that's kind of cool if you think about it and 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 i think it's it's one of the things people kind of forget about android because they're usually so skinned and filled with samsung apps and whatever that you know you really do have the option to completely rip the thing apart and and with a little know-how do what you want with it so that's very interesting
2: if I had an Xbox, I would use this. I really want Siri or Google Now in my house. I don't want the Amazon. Yeah. Maybe yeah. if there's a new Apple TV sometime in the next five years, it'll, it'll happen.
1: Can you do it with Siri if you like hooked up a microphone to your iPhone or something? Doesn't it have their always-on mode? Yeah. I don't know if it works yeah. with an external mic. I, don't I would know assume either. it
2: would. Yeah, I mean, it works with your headset.
0: Yeah,
2: maybe. I don't. I don't know. I should try that.
0: Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. question. But I. But again, I think I think you'll you'll get there. You know, if they if they can make an Apple TV that's low power. Heat managed enough that it's always on, and hooked up to your your home audio system, with a, with a big enough microphone in it, you know, um, you know, they, you've got some flexibility, some options there. But I I agree, I think that's a a future really heading to on Windows 10. Um, it's I I think it's turned on by default, but it's easy to turn off. Is the Cortana always listening um, uh, on your computer? And a lot of people these days, um, you know, leave their computers on. A lot of the time and 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 i i think we're really heading in that direction
2: but a lot of people don't have desktops anymore i don't think so if you have a laptop it's not always on
0: um, well, it is, and, and and laptop is a tougher case, but then you look at something like the Surface or Windows tablets, and, you know, those are usually in standby. They're not off. Um, right. And that's where you're really going to get it, and then with some of these really, really efficient new Intel processors, um, a lot of these computers go into, like, a sub-hibernation where that and other select features remain on, and you can actually wake up your computer with your voice, so... Um, that that's a little a little future that's coming down the pipe, but that, that is coming, so
2: <laughs> a little future a little, coming down
0: the pipe. A little future coming down the pipe. Uh, yes indeed. <laughs> cool. Let's see. How are we doing on time? We got time for more news. How's that? Um Sounds great. We can discuss uh the 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 loosening of Google apps grip on Android we can talk about Samsung's potentially super big tablet or or testing a Galaxy phone for $1 um
2: a testing a galaxy phone for one dollar sounds so absurd and i don't know anything about it i think we should go
0: i that. tried really hard to sign up for this it's it like sold out quote unquote in like super fast because <laughs> i was so excited because i'm like this is actually kind of a fun thing so
2: um and then you would re- you would of course just return it right away the, the sean jennings style
0: but the beauty of this is that's exactly what it's for it's like designed for that. It's perfect. Uh, it's like they did it for me. So um, we didn't get a chance to talk about it on the show over the last couple weeks, but uh, Samsung released a couple new phones. The uh, hang on, I have to do a bit of a rant because this is very confusing to me. So there is the Galaxy S6, right? And that's like the the kind of mid size your your iPhone six sized phone, okay? The S6, and then yep. there's the S6 Edge, which is really the only difference is the screen curves around, okay? Yep. Then in a separate event, like two months later, they announced this like two weeks ago, the Note 5, which is essentially a bigger version of the S6. Yeah. The phablet version, okay? They also announced a phablet version of the S6 Edge. Now, what do you think they would call it?
1: The Galaxy Note Edge. <laughs>
0: the Galaxy Note 5 Edge, right? All right. Makes perfect sense. No. Samsung calls it the Galaxy S6 Edge Plus. Uh That doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just such a... Like, why, if you're going to establish a brand, that is so confusing. Because it is identical to the Note 5, except it has the curves. So then (laughs) just call it the Note 5 Edge. Like, I don't... Anyway, rant over. That, That just really bothers me. So now that Samsung has these new phones they they did this deal where you sign up with Samsung and they send you an activated Galaxy phone with cellular service you don't have to do anything it's it's you get a working, fully working cell phone and for the fee of one dollar you have 30 days to try out and use the phone you have full unlimited cellular use on it you can try all the features um if you don't return it within 30 days you get charged full retail price but they give you the prepaid shipping box and everything it really is a true test drive of these galaxy smartphones you can choose the s6 edge the edge plus or the note 5 um and your choice of carriers as well it sold out very quickly. You actually can't sign up for it now. You can join a waiting list, but they haven't said when they're going to expand on that. Um, and the other trick, which I thought was really cool, was you can only sign up uh, from an iPhone.
2: <laughs>
0: so if you already have even any other Android device, they're not interested. This is really for iPhone users. They want to convert. You have to be on iOS to uh, to sign up. I think this was really. I think this is actually really cool.
2: I wonder if are they? I wonder if they're just checking the user agent. Did you just try that, Colby? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't,
1: um, but the, I should. That's, the website the website
2: does work on
0: on the desktop because I did look at it. I, I think it's the the sign up process which you're locked out of because they sold out of them.
2: Right. Oh, let's do that. Well, we should yeah we should just rotate through that so that you know for the next three months we could have an Android phone to answer all the Android questions on the show. <laughs> that's what. It, and to be honest, like this is. Built for
0: me only because the only reason I don't have an Android phone is because I don't know enough about it. And I've heard a lot of crap about Samsung phones, but I've never actually used one like this. If if I got this phone and liked it, I would be absolutely sold. Like, I don't. That's perfect.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I secretly want to do it because I don't know. It sounds like fun for like the no commitment part of it. It's a dollar. I pretty much know the end result because I've had two Samsung phones before in the past, uh, but but just for kicks to see like the current state of Android, mm-hmm. I'd, yeah. I'd give that a try.
0: That's interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep an eye on it and see if they uh, if they open it back up. Um, you you could, like I said, you can put your name on a waiting list, but they haven't said you know if they're going to reopen it or anything. So um, you can go online and look for that. Nice. Um, let's pull out one more story in the pile here. We can talk uh, Google Plus and YouTube splitting. We can talk about uh, Bing making inroads on Google on mobile. We can talk about Microsoft's potential October event. Anything? Bueller? <laughs> Bueller? Uh,
1: Mike Chris. Okay. Feel free either of you to veto this, but I guess Microsoft's event, like yeah, that
2: was gonna be my choice
0: too. All right, we we love rumors of events on the show. I feel like it is our bread and butter, um, because we talk about them all the time, and uh, you know we know we have Apple probably coming up the first week of September that we haven't heard anything for sure, um, and Microsoft's got to get there. You know, I feel like the fall really is one of the big uh, announcement seasons before Christmas, right? It's when all yeah. of the major companies get all their kind of fall lineup set um microsoft being no exception rumor going around that there will be an october uh, hardware launch event and they're going to do a lot of things um i'm going to give you the rundown of all the potential announced things some more likely than others starting with a slimmer xbox one you may remember when they did the 360 slim um, which was a redesign where it wasn't as big and chunky and heavy um, maybe doing that with xbox one um the Surface Mini, uh, as well, which is the, uh, probably going to be like the Surface Pro 3 or the maybe announced Surface Pro 4, uh, but in a smaller size in that sort of 8, 9 inch, uh, or even, no, it would be closer to 7 inch, 7 inch size versus the current, whatever, 10 inch size of the regular Pro, um, also lumias 950 and 950 xl rumored uh, for a long time specs have leaked for the phone so it's probably going to be announced there as well it's been a while since there have been new flagship lumias we may see the surface pro 4 um supposedly not a drastic change um but maybe adjusting the display resolution thinner and lighter um you know, maybe a fingerprint scanner or a better keyboard, things like that. Um, if you remember the Microsoft Band, their fitness band device, um, we may see the Band 2. Um, it will probably look and feel better, but we don't know the details of what will exactly be there. Um, and in uh, and that's kind of it for the potential list. One other thing to note is that um, Microsoft is has announced they are holding a Windows 10-related hardware event at Berlin's IFA conference. Um probably none of the things we talked about it'll probably show off a lot of laptops and tablets and and uh and and phones from other manufacturers that aren't lumia um they'll probably hold their own hardware for october uh gentlemen does any of that excite you has
2: has anyone talked at all about the first microsoft band i remember i tried it uh and it was super weird but i haven't heard anything mm. Uh, Are there any rumors for this new one?
0: Uh, Not that I've seen. To be honest, the conversation's been low. I know they've done a couple of software updates, and they've added features, which I could not tell you because I've forgotten about. But it it has been a product they've been working on, but I agree. I think it's definitely been under the radar. Um, But, you know, the Surface was that way, too, in its first iteration, I would argue. Um, I think Microsoft is willing to take its time and and get the device right. I'd be curious to see what what changes they make, because I think that'll be a real reflection on what customers didn't like about the first one um, and, and why the first one maybe didn't click as much as it should have. I, To be honest, Surface really didn't take off until they put that huge marketing budget behind it and, and had all those big commercials and the big ads and the sponsorships and all that. Um, I'm curious if they would do something similar with Band. I think that'll really show... How interested they are in, in keeping the band around. If maybe around band two, they really get serious about pushing it and promoting it and getting people uh, involved.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was not the worst smartwatch I've ever worn.
0: No, it, it had a lot of really compelling features. Um, it's just, it's such a diluted market that it, it's really tough to stand out, especially when you have a lot of established players. Indeed. Yeah, I, I think the to be honest the the not that I'm in the market for a new computer but I think the Surface is a really compelling device, um, and, and I think if they just keep making it better and better, I, I was talking with a uh, a coworker and he was going on and on about how he loved his surface and he got his kids surfaces and, and the whole family, they use him. He travels with it and he loves it. And he was showing it off and all this stuff. And I'm like, you know, that's probably the best endorsement you can get is when you have their, your users actively telling people about how great this device is. And you know, for as great as the, the, uh, some other tech devices are, very rarely does somebody as get as excited as this guy got about his surface. So um, I think Microsoft can really keep pushing it. I think they're going to make a lot of inroads and, And I'd like to see the product keep uh, improving. And the Mini, for me, is really interesting because Windows has never really been able to penetrate the smaller tablet, that 7, 8-inch tablet space. Um, And... I think Windows 10 is probably their best shot to do it because I think they're finally getting a lot of the tablet interface stuff right and the apps are going to start to get better because really, on the surface, you can use the desktop stuff if you have to on 10 inches, but on 7 inches, you're really stuck to the Windows apps. And, and if they're not there, um, you're, you're in trouble. So now's the time if they Did can they really... make
2: substantial changes to the tablet interface in Windows 10? I didn't hear anything about that. It,
0: it's not substantial, but they stripped out instead of bouncing between the desktop and the tablet stuff you choose one or the other essentially um so a tablet user is going to almost never see Mm. the desktop which is good and then they like they got rid of charms they brought in the (coughs) action center cortana and stuff like that it's it's just more of a complete experience and again you're not going to feel like you're using a a windows on a tablet it's going to feel like a tablet Yep. And that is probably their biggest strength they're going to have at that Farm Factor.
2: So when are you going to upgrade to Windows 10 again?
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it's funny. Um, you have a year to do it. Um, they've already uh-huh. said. And after that, I don't know if it's that they start charging you or there's some problem with it. So I have a year. Um, we'll, we'll revisit in six months and see. Um, but but to be honest, if... Oh,
2: six months.
0: Well... We'll uh, put it this way: if 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 we keep doing the show and things keep going well, I'm I may be in the market for a a, a desktop to do the the production side, and then in which case I don't need my computer to do anything, my laptop to do <laughs> anything really high end, so then I don't have to worry about it. But uh, but we'll see. I'm in no rush today. Put it that way, because it sucked and I was very unhappy. <laughs> uh, if you're listening, Microsoft, and you probably are. Make it work. Um, okay, well, we're out of time for uh, for that portion of the show. Uh, no more news for now, but we're going to get to our picks. Um, if you're watching for the first time, maybe you are. Uh, this is the part of the show where we each uh, pick something semi-tech related, sometimes barely tech related, that we have been using over the past week, month, year, whatever that we want to share with the world, things we like we love, uh, that we want to try that we're excited about, all of those things um, and we share them with you and we of course put all the links on our website, Don't don'tpanic.io it's a great place to uh, to find, especially if it's really specific, it's a great place to find it, um, and I guess in order of the sheet, I can go first, um Gentlemen, do you play fantasy football at all? No. Nope. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> well, let me tell you. Last year was my first year doing it, and this year is my first year doing it for money. I'm actually in a in a, in a cash uh, that league.
2: Successful doing it last year.
0: I did okay last year, but this year I'm in with a couple really hardcore guys, and it's very concerning. But. Fantasy football is a lot of fun because it's it's gaming and you kind of got to have strategy and you're competing against people. And these days it's really great because it's all digital, right? It's all online and there's apps and systems and they do all the math and the work for you because scoring in fantasy football I still barely understand. Um, there are a couple different platforms you can use to play fantasy football. Some of the bigger ones are uh, Yahoo, ESPN, Fox Sports. Uh, there's a number of them out there. I've tried a few. Personally, I think Yahoo is abysmal. Like, their apps are terrible, and the website barely works, and I do not like it. So my pick, if you're looking for a platform to host your fantasy league, I actually like the NFL's, the one that they actually uh, provide themselves, fantasy.nfl.com. You can sign up there. Uh, You know, to be honest, it's like all the other ones. The, The core features are there. For my money, what I like is their apps like, especially on iOS, are really, really well done, and it's really easy to manage your roster and and watch the real-time scoring. Um, Much better than, like, Yahoo, which is not good at all. And what I also like is they have a lot of integrations. Like, if you have an Xbox, they have really good integration, um, so you can keep, track of your scores while watching games and and they're just in a lot more places Um, and and I've been very satisfied um, using theirs of course you can use any but my pick fantasy.nfl.com to host your uh, fantasy football league Um, and that's my pick Dan what do you uh, what do you got for us so oh my god you got another book yeah you gotta stop making me read
2: (laughs) so a couple months ago, maybe last year, it all blurs together, uh, I've read and recommended on this show, Cryptonomicon, by an author named Neil Stevenson, and he recently came out with a new book called Seven Eaves, all one word, uh, link on don'tpanic.io. And the basic premise of this book is, did either of you read or have heard of the book called The Martian that's been pretty popular recently?
1: No. Is I'm that familiar the one with that the, the movie is based uh, on the Matt Damon yes. film. Yes.
2: Yeah. So it's two thirds. I am not done, but I am like eighty-five percent done. It's a long book. It's about two thirds a better version of The Martian. So uh, very hard, and for you know, for people who don't know, hard science fiction means that like it. Uh, It makes a great effort to be believable and to be grounded in science that we know and understand today. So hard science fiction story dealing with what would happen if the moon broke into seven pieces Uh, and it turns out that very unexpected things happen just physically if that were to occur and then the last third 40% of the book is what does society look like uh, 5,000 years after the moon is broken into seven It's <laughs> interesting. really, really interesting. Uh, the first, the first 60% is page-turningly, nail-bitingly good. Really, really good. The last part is really weird. I like it a lot. Uh, it's pretty interesting to see where he goes with it. Uh, so, check out don'tpanic.io for Seven Eves
0: cool i'm excited i actually had this in my wish list um and now now that i know that it has the dan miller stamp of approval uh i'm i'm even more excited cool um all right colby you're you're up next what do you
1: uh what do you have for us uh so this is not a thing that i've used uh, but it's a thing jill and i found online recently or i i guess jill found it online and i think it's kind of cool but it's a service where as far as i can tell it's only in the the greater boston area but you like it's kind of like airbnb like you rent you know like space you, you you're like you know renting an apartment sort of Except the apartment is a tiny house. And I don't know if you've heard of, like, tiny houses. But they're basically, like, trailers and people build a house on them. And the tiny house is, like, somewhere in the middle of the woods. Um, And so you pay, you know, X dollars a night. And you can stay in this tiny house in the middle of the woods for however long. Uh, And I just think it's kind of cool. So I want to try it. I don't know. It's, it's like, build is, like, a, a relaxation, like go and turn off your phone and like I don't know chill out sounds kind of nice yeah
0: this is uh interesting
1: they have <laughs> so they have two different ones there's one for like two people and there's one for two to four people but yeah and it's like i guess there's like food and stuff there so it seems like sort of a mini bar sort of thing where like you can use there's food there if you want it but you have to pay for it uh-huh. um but like if you're so inclined you don't have to do anything because there's food there you can just show up and uh use the food and there's like a fire pit and it's supposed to be like not in a campground but like in some secluded place um off in the woods that's kind of neat
0: cool yeah check it out getaway.house finally a good use for one of those new fancy domains
1: um oh yeah it, it is it is probably probably the first useful use i've seen for one of the new top level domains
0: what i, what I like about this is because i've seen those the, the tiny house things before and i've always been like i wonder what it's like to live in one of those and that's like that's my appeal to this
1: yeah like i want to try I that think... The the thing, I like the idea of building my own tiny house. Like I feel like it would be super fun to build one. I don't like the idea of living in mm, one. I no. think that sounds really annoying. I will visit, but I will not stay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. But I don't know, maybe I'd like it. Maybe it'd be maybe it's it's better than I'm giving it credit for. So that's why I want to try this. I thing. can't wait to hear your report
0: uh on how that goes if you ever do it. Someday.
1: Cool. I'll keep you posted. Please do
0: uh all right well that's it gentlemen we are uh concluded for the evening i want to thank everybody out there for listening to and joining us on uh don't panic uh we're going to do this hopefully again next week and the week after that and the week after that um on our website don't panic.io we do the show monday nights um but it's just easier to subscribe Subscribe iTunes, Stitcher Radio Overcast, Pocket Cast Anywhere you can get podcasts We're probably there And of course also subscribe to the video on iTunes We do it in 720p HD It's semi-crisp and looks great on your big screen <laughs> So you should check that out as well um, And at Don't Panic Show on Twitter All the links are on the website Get Go there, get the episodes It's a great website uh, I recommend it Gentlemen, anything else before we wrap for the evening? Up in here I got nothing. Perfect. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us. We'll see you next time on another edition of Don't Panic.